Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom He died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the Scripture. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the Word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. There are so many people who get themselves tied up with or make themselves one with systems of theology that are not biblical. It's frightening that it seems that some of them we converse with on a daily basis have no desire to sincerely seek the Lord for the truth. That's one of the greatest concerns right there. David cried out, Lord, let there be truth in my inward parts. God is the God of truth. You cannot separate truth and God. He is the inventor, the creator of all that is true and righteous. And the systems of theology run very deep in our evangelical world. One of them is the system of theology we could call reform theology or Calvinism, which is a diabolical system of theology. It's the image, it paints the picture of the image of a false god. It's not the god of scripture at all. Let's take one example. The L in the tulip is a five-letter acronym. It helps people remember the doctrines of reform formed theology, as somebody has called it, it's really deformed theology, and that is correct, because it is not biblical. God wants us to abandon all systems of theology and just get into His raw Word and be taught by the Holy Spirit and be willing to relinquish, repent of, and get rid of any teaching that does not align with the full counsel of His Word. Well, the middle letter in the Calvinistic acronym, the five, you know, people say they're a five-point Calvinist, the L would be limited atonement. It's TULIP, T-U-L-I-P. We talk about this somewhat extensively in the book, Lie of the Ages, which is available in print form and by ebook at safeguardyoursoul.com. But the L in the TULIP is limited atonement. Now, limited atonement as opposed to the biblical view of unlimited atonement. Let's talk about what the Lord's Word plainly says and see if it's possible, even possible, that His atonement could be limited to a certain few people or number of people that he pre-selected, if you will, before the foundation of the earth, which is what Calvinism teaches. Consider 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, which says that uh, Jesus Christ is a propitiation for our sins, but not only ours, but for the sins of the whole world. Hello, the whole world. Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. His atonement as pertains to all men is unlimited. It's unlimited, praise God. He opened the floodgates to salvation when he opened his arms and laid himself on that cross and poured out the fountain of pure, divine, sinless, holy, holy, holy blood that makes at one moment atonement for the sins of all men. Aren't you glad that God didn't 
exclude you from his plan of salvation. Let me stop right here and say it's pretty interesting to note that I don't know about you, but I've never met a person that believes in limited atonement that didn't include himself or herself in that number of those that were special and chosen. How convenient. First Timothy 2.4 says, God, who would have all men to be saved in the come under the knowledge of the truth. And last time I checked, the word all in the Greek means all. Hello, First Timothy 2.4. I want you to memorize these when you witness, when you interact with people you probably already have. If not, you will come into contact with people who are tainted by, they're poisoned by this Calvinistic theology, and they need someone to point them the way out. It's great to report that there are many people that now walk in the truth of a conditional, not an unconditional eternal security, who were once Calvinists. I know a lot of people who understand that all five points of Calvinists are utterly diabolical. Now, they've been delivered through the truth. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The way to get out of deception, the way to get delivered, to first of all, realize that you've been deceived, is to get into the word of God and let the light of his word shine upon and reprove any dark notion, philosophy, or belief that we hold. So, God is transforming people. He's saving them out of the cult of Calvinism and setting them on the, the narrow road that leads to life and causing them, using them to help others in the same. Also, notice how in Revelation 22:17 the Bible says, The Spirit and the Bride, the Holy Spirit and the Bride of Christ say, Come and let whosoever will come and take of the water of life freely. Does it sound like limited atonement at all, does it? No, it sounds like inclusion. God wants to include all who will repent and receive Christ. That is Revelation chapter 22, verse 17. God did not limit his the salvation he provided through his son to anyone except those who will meet his condition, which he desires for all. God desires all to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. I want you writing down all of these scriptures, please. First Timothy 2, 4, and become resourceful as a diligent disciple of Jesus Christ to learn the word of God. You are called to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The ministry of the Lord and his word and by his spirit is to be done by every single Christian, but God cannot use you beyond the point that you've prepared yourself. So become a diligent student of the word of God and get a King James Bible and memorize scripture. Here's a good one to memorize in John 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So salvation is limited, but it's only limited to those who will repent and believe. Jesus said, except ye repent, you shall all likewise perish. Luke 13 verse 3 and 5. So we must repent and receive Christ. That's the only condition for being saved. Initial salvation for receiving Christ and becoming a new creature, letting God regenerate you and bring you into his eternal kingdom. Now, speaking of the perversion of the Calvinist, look at verse 13. We just read verse 12, which the Lord says, those that receive Christ, he gives them the right to become the son of God. See, that's the condition to 
to believe that you sinned and that God sent his only begotten son who came and lived a sinless life. He was the prophesied Messiah. At the end of his earthly life, he laid down his life willingly on the altar of the cross. He was nailed to it and shed his sinless divine blood. Then he was buried and rose again from the dead for our justification. Romans 1, 4, you see, in Romans 10, verse 9 and 10 says that if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. So verse 13, listen to this, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now the Calvinist, since I'm in this area and we're talking about this subject, I want to just point out to you as we close down here, how the Calvinist perverts the word of God. He will make something and magnify one truth above another when God has not given license to him to do so, such as this verse. Notice in verse 13, they isolate this verse while completely ignoring verse 12, which is man's responsibility, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, they overemphasize this verse while completely shunning and ignoring the very words that are connected in the sentence before this, which tells us that it is only the those that receive Christ, that he gives the power to become a son of God. And then it says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, here's how it goes in the economy of God, as we see in the full counsel of his word, that when someone receives Christ, repents and receives Christ, then God regenerates them and they're born or born again, not of blood, not by shedding their own blood, nor of the will of the flesh. In other words, they didn't initiate the relationship. God did. They just responded by receiving Christ, nor of the will of man. In other words, God did. Man does not find God. God finds man. It's what we see in the same gospel of John 3.27 and 6.44, that no man can come to the Lord except he be drawn of the Father. And God draws all men. Jesus said this in the same gospel again, John 12.32, before he went to the cross, Jesus prophesied. He foretold what he was going to do on that cross. And this goes back to our original point that the salvation, the propitiation, propitiatory sacrifice of Jesus Christ is unlimited. God invites all men to be saved. Jesus said, John 12, 32, but I, if I be lifted up, I will draw all, 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 all men unto me. Amen. Jesus once and for all makes it clear right there that when he was going to go to that cross and he's already going to that cross, that he was going to draw all men to himself. At that point, they choose to either receive or to reject Christ. God gives man free moral agency. Don't let anybody fool you. He said to his own people, you choose this day whom you will serve. You choose. In the book of Joshua, Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 says, God said to his own people, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. See, God gives man the choice to respond and to repent and receive Christ when he draws them. That's how the salvation of God works. Now, the first of the five letters of the tulip is the T upon which, you know, all of the five points of Calvinists are interrelated. We've got an audio series on the lie of limited atonement on the safeguardyoursoul.com site. I highly recommend it. You listen to those, the lie of limited atonement. The T stands for total depravity, depravity, where the Calvinist 
believes and is taught that man is so depraved that he can't make a decision to receive Christ when God draws him. So God just arbitrarily pre-chooses and pre-selects certain people to go to heaven and to know him and everybody else is pre-selected, you know, pre-chosen to go to hell, which is a ridiculous error and lie. There is no respect or persons with God, Romans 2.11. And so he's, he's taught that man has no ability to respond in repentance and to receive Christ as his Lord and Savior when God draws him, which is ludicrous, actually. As many as received him, to them he gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. When we're drawn by the Lord, by his initiating love, which is not by our shedding our own blood, not by our own desire to find God, by our own will, no, we're drawn of the Lord, and we repent and receive Christ, then we're saved, we're born, we're born again by the Lord. That's what he requires, that we repent and receive Christ. Acts 20, verse 21 sums it up. It says, it speaks of repentance toward God, quote, repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you, and feel free to avail yourself to study and look at and enjoy the resources on safeguardyoursoul.com. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and you're Your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.